Joe Biden back to his basement in Delaware on a permanent vacation. I can promise you this, in my White House, there will be no cocaine allowed in the White House. And look, my son's only five years old, so he's not going to be lining his pockets with money from foreign governments. So don't worry about that. It's great to be here. I want to thank Chairman Kaufman. I want to thank all the great legislators in the state of Iowa for their great work. And I want to commend your outstanding governor, Kim Reynolds, for her leadership leading this great state. Our country is in decline, and Joe Biden is the custodian of that decline. I'm running for president because we as Republicans cannot be content with simply managing the decline of our country a little bit better than the Democrats. We must reverse American decline. We must restore this country to greatness, and we must provide our country with a new birth of freedom. To do that requires vision, it requires courage, and it requires leadership. That's exactly what we did in the state of Florida. Everything I promised people I would do, we did. And we delivered more than what we promised. We expanded Second Amendment rights. We enacted the heartbeat bill. We cut taxes by $2.7 billion. We have paid down 25% of our state's debt. We have the number one rated economy in the country, number one in new business formations. We have eliminated critical race theory from our K through 12 schools. We have enacted a parent's bill of rights to protect the rights of parents. And we have held criminals accountable by enacting the death penalty for pedophiles. And our crime rate is at a 50 year low. All right, welcome back on this Monday. Ron DeSantis in Iowa. I don't know if anybody watched all of it or not. About 10 minutes long. Um, good speech. I don't, uh, I definitely would say he's going to be one of your top contenders. Um, I went this weekend. I know this is completely off subject, but I finally got the opportunity to go see uh, Sound of Freedom. Uh, it is what I expected it to be uh, somewhat to, to a degree, let's say. Um, I obviously knew it was going to be about child trafficking, uh, where they jumped in at and how they started the movie off. I thought was um, was interesting and it kept a pretty intense pace through the entire movie. The movie's two hours and 15 minutes long. It certainly doesn't feel that long. It go, it moves pretty fast. Um, if you have not had an opportunity to see it, I know it's still in the theaters. You, you probably want to see it. Uh, fair warning for anybody that is extremely sensitive and struggles dealing with anything like that. Uh, it's a rough movie to watch. There's obviously no nudity in the movie or anything like that. Uh, it's limited the amount of cursing that is in there. Uh, but it's just difficult situations and, uh, tough situations there that that can make certain people very emotional uh so just a warning if you're an emotional person if stuff like that really uh bothers you to a point where you're gonna cry bring some tissues i'm not saying don't see it i'm just telling you to bring some tissues but interesting movie uh not to spoil anything i did go through afterwards because i was curious any any movie that you watch that they say is based on a true story there's always hollywood to it so I, I was curious, how much was Hollywood versus how much was actual fact? Um, and I got to say, the movie is pretty solid. It's done a little different. There's certain scenes, and again, I don't want to, do, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. So I'm not going to say anything in particular. But there are certain scenes that um, what you're seeing did happen, but just not the way that it's portrayed in the movie. And they had a pretty good reason for why not. 
mainly it was because of time. They were already at two hours and 15 minutes, and had they had added all the additional into the movie, it would easily have been a three-hour-plus movie, and, you know, audiences struggle. I think most audiences struggle. If you get a little over two hours, two and a half hours, people start to struggle unless the movie's moving in such a way that you just are glued to it and time goes by without you uh, realizing it. But most people struggle when it starts getting a little bit too long. Uh, but movie's pretty solid. A lot, of, a lot of stuff of what you see in there is 100% how it happens. Some things are not. Uh, some of it's Hollywood. And, uh, but at the end of the day, excellent movie. Uh, definitely excellent in the sense of um, enlightening people, opening people's eyes, letting you see what's going on uh, in the darkness that maybe you are unaware of or you've only heard a little bit about. And it gives you a little bit better, uh, a little more perspective know on the situation so definitely worth seeing and not to mention it's making so much money which in today's times you only make a little over 100 million dollars that's not a lot of money i know that sounds crazy that i'm saying that but for movies when they're pushing a billion dollars for really excellent movies um this particular movie after being shelved for five years and finally being let out in the theaters um they needed to make i believe it was around thirty-six thousand to break even and they are well beyond that. So they made a lot of money on this movie, and that's a good thing. Because they're creating this new studio, Angel Studio. I don't know how new it is. I haven't checked into it. But uh, Angel Studio, anyways. Um, had a lot of previews for upcoming movies that they're going to be releasing. And it looks like we will have an alternative uh, to mainstream Hollywood, which is going to uh, pretty much politicize most of their movies or they're going to have to hit check boxes and they're going to have to go by guidelines and you know going to have x amount of people in there and lead characters and uh, different people different races and de- different genders and different sex uh, sexual uh preferences and stuff so while they're all doing that in hollywood and destroying themselves it's nice to see that we have some um companies coming out production companies coming out that are more interested in telling you an excellent story true stories and just making some great content doesn't matter what the people are so then we can get back to watching some good movies so that's one part of it i thought was uh is going to be good for us if you haven't seen it definitely uh want to go see it speaking about hollywood disney <laughs> disney, you know disney just loves losing they got they, they did not do so well on indiana jones that flopped and their latest release which was kind of news to me i didn't hear about this but i'm not following disney that much anymore um was was somewhat news to me but the um uh, the haunted mansion they did a remake of it which I, I don't know why i mean the one with eddie murphy is entertaining enough from back then um I, uh, you know, I, I can't say we watch it every year. I mean, around the hall, around Halloween time, um, just for, uh, you know, it's not even really a spooky movie. So well, we watch it with the kids, but, uh, I enjoyed the movie. You know, I always thought Eddie Murphy was pretty funny back in the days. I can't, I don't know what he's doing now, but, um, I'm not, I'm not watching a lot of movies now either. Uh, anyways, I always thought he was pretty funny back in the day. So we, we enjoyed that, but, um, I can't say that I, <laughs> I, people were like screaming for a remake you know, uh, but Disney being that they have, they have run out of ideas. I guess they decided to remake this one and they actually have a pretty large cast in it. After I had read an article on it, I went and watched the uh, trailer. I, I don't know. I just, I didn't feel it with the trailer, but, uh, anyways, uh, Disney did come out with it this weekend. The production was $150 million with advertisement. It's somewhere in between, uh, in between, um, 225 and 250 million uh dollars 
So they need to make somewhere between 225 and 250 to break even. So you have to go beyond that to be profitable. Well, their opening weekend, uh, they had a pretty disappointing opening weekend. I guess all the numbers are not in as of this recording, but they are estimating them to be somewhere between 25 and 30 million. So, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Disney loses again. Uh, you know what? I don't know if they lost because the movie it didn't look that entertaining to me. Like I said, I don't think anybody was really jumping up and down for a new um, Haunted Mansion movie. Yeah, so I, I don't know what, what the deal was. It's released at a weird time of year. You think if you're going to do something like that, you would release it in October? Would it kind of me? I don't know. To me, would have made a little more sense. Uh, get it out there in October when uh, when it's the holiday. Maybe you could drive sales up a little bit because people are coming out and they want to be spooked out a little bit in Halloween for the Halloween time. Um, uh, I, I don't know. But it, it, anyways, it, it didn't look that interesting to me. And I don't think anybody was crying for it. Uh, I think one of the main reasons it's not doing so well is again, it's a diverse cast. Uh, you know, so naturally Disney's, Disney's abiding by all those rules. And, you know, we got this person and that color and that color, and we got a girl and we got a guy and we got a thing and we got everything. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Well, since they're doing what Disney's doing, people are not interested. Yeah. So, uh, Disney continues down its path of destruction. Yeah. I, you just wonder when they're either going to stop or it'll just be completely the end for them. Uh, I, I don't know. I just, to me, it just, I just wonder at what point do you just say enough is enough, enough punishments, enough. Obviously this is not what people want. So let's stop. Let's go back to making some good stuff because I think Disney, if you look up what they have on the way out right now, I think they're doing redoing Moana and they're redoing Lilo and stitch, which should be easy for them to remake and, and hit all their check marks because they're, uh, these aren't white characters anyways. Uh, besides that, they have more of the Marvel crap coming out, and I think everybody's burned out with the Marvel stuff, so I don't see the last few that have come out for them have not done as well as they would have liked. I think the next one on the horizon is the uh, the Captain Marvel. I think her her second uh, the second movie to her uh, series is coming out. Uh, it looks like it's very feminist. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know how that's going to turn out for them. It looks like it's three women, you know, and it's it's one of those things where it's like women are better than men. And not only do men get tired of hearing that, but if you talk to any normal woman, they're tired of listening to it too. Again, you're being preached to. Oh, thank you. Great. Yes, we're so great. Wonderful. Can we play? Can we watch something that's, we don't have to think about this. You know, you almost want to get to a point where can you just put on something that's kind of mind numbing just, just to sit there and giggle at and laugh and eat your popcorn because we got so much other crap going on. Can we just be entertained for a short period of time? Would it kill anybody to give us a couple hours out of, I don't know, once a month if you go see a movie that often? <laughs> can we get a couple hours of not thinking about politics, not thinking about any of this stuff and just be entertained and walk out and wow, wow, that was a pretty cool movie. You know, that was, that was something different there. And those days seem like they are uh, long gone. So I don't know, Disney... With their whole Marvel thing, I don't see how they're going to get back on track. They got to do a 180, get creative, don't worry about the politics, stay out of all of it, and just make some good movies. They're trying to please their master, so I don't, uh, I don't see that happening. All right, something positive. Uh, Section 230 uh, appeals court. Section 230 doesn't protect Facebook and discrimination case. The U.S. Appeals Court for the Ninth Circuit ruled on Friday that Facebook can be sued in court for alleged violation 
of civil uh, rights law by discriminating on the basis of race and sex in its targeting of housing advertisements. The Ninth Circuit uh, overruled a ruling in the lower courts which held that the Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act shielded Facebook, Facebook from liability in Rosemary uh, Vargas versus Facebook. The case was brought by Vargas and uh, four other women who alleged that Facebook violated the Fair Housing Act, California's Fair Employment and Housing Act, and the unfa uh, unfair competition law. The plaintiffs argued that their civil rights had been violated by Facebook ad targeting platform, which she alleged restricted her from seeing various property ads. Facebook's ad platform and its targeting methods provides tools to exclude women of color, single parents, persons with disabilities, and other protected classes. Uh, Plaintiff Vargas and others similarly situated were prevented from having the same opportunities to view ads for housing that other Facebook users not in a protected class uh, received. So, sounds a bit racist, does it not? More or less, what's happening here is since Facebook is targeting particular groups of people, they're going to show you ads based upon who and what you are. So I guess that didn't work for them because they felt like they lost out on opportunities to see some better ads of some homes or rental properties or whatnot that they may have liked better. So their selection was limited based upon uh, what Facebook thinks is best for them. <laughs> ah, freedom at its best there, huh? This is this is the biggest problem with these tech companies. These tech companies, they play outside of the rule of law. They do what they want to do. That Section 230, uh, I got to be honest with you, if you lift it and, and it's no longer in existence and these tech companies get sued and they go out of business, so be it. If Facebook goes out of business, if Twitter goes out of business, if a lot of these go out of business, so be it. You know, then learn how to play the right way and play fairly. That's what I have to say. You guys are very one-sided. You work for one side of the aisle, and everything that Democrats do and everything that these lefties do blows up in their face. Because here they are. You're trying to show ads. My guess is just based upon her last name, she's probably possibly Latina. Maybe she's not. I don't know. But by, by the I'm just going strictly because of what her last name says. And what she was only seeing ads that would appeal to her culture. I don't know. Well, it sounds a bit racist. You know, when you're telling her you got to stay off in your lane and live with your people, you can't live with those white people. You're Hispanic. You can't live with white people. <laughs> Good job, Facebook. <laughs> Democrats are probably the most racist people on the planet. It's funny how we as conservatives or Republicans or even libertarians, we are called racists. It's hysterical to me because look at what Facebook is doing. Facebook is only going to show you ads that match you. So if they know you're black, if they know you're Hispanic, if they know you're Chinese, so your ads are going to be geared towards what you are. So if you're looking up a place to live, instead of showing you everything and let you choose for yourself, you sort it out yourself, no, Facebook's going to make that choice for you and we're going to keep you in certain areas. Nice. <laughs> That's nice racism. Segregation. Beautiful. That is beautiful. Just these people are that stupid. Democrats are that evil. If you're a Democrat and you're listening to this program, this is your people. This is what they this is what they fight for. This is what it's all about. Yeah, they are are happy to segregate everybody. They are happy to make things more racist. They're happy to make things more sexist. They're happy to pin us against each other and have us all at war. Boy, we better do good in 2024, I got to tell you. <laughs> Cuz uh, 
we we, we got to straighten things up. It is a hot mess, and we definitely need to do something about it. Oh, yeah, actually, you know, this was another stupid one. I, I think this is definitely worth, worth talking about. You're going to like this. Because uh, you tell me how you think this is going to go. A grocery store in Tennessee has recently converted to a only self-checkout with no cashiers or baggers president. How do you think that's going to work out? Out of curiosity, before I tell you even who it is, how do you think that's going to play out? No cashiers, no baggers. So you're going to do all your own groceries. You're going to go in there, you're going to shop, you're going to buy all your stuff, then you're going to get there, you're going to scan it all, you're going to bag it all, and you're going to pay for it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that you should be lazy, and there's times where, sure, you know, you're going through the quick checkout lane, and it's self-serve. You got two or three things, it's bang, 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 throw it in one bag, you're out the store, I get it, you know, instead of standing in those long lines. But how about your entire groceries? I mean, you're going once a week, you got a full cart on all accounts of groceries, and depending on how crazy you are, maybe you got two carts, I don't know. Some people, I see some people do some wild stuff. Uh, and you're going to scan all of it, and you're going to bag all of it, and you're going to go out, and you're going to pay for all of it. Well, Kroger, the grocery store in Tennessee, says that this company claims the move will not result in store employees losing their jobs. I'd like to know how not. Customers have reportedly been using the self-checkout lanes at this high-rate store, which is in Cool Springs, Tennessee, and in other locations. Kroger employees have not been laid off as a result of the change, according to ABC6, which noted that the staff would be retained to assist customers in checkout lanes with bagging groceries if needed. <laughs> you got to love, love this crap, man. Uh, if needed. You know, there's plenty of people. But what happened to service? You know, growing up, if, growing up, there was always service. You know, it was a customer. I, I, we don't hear this anymore, but it used to be the customer's always right. That's what, that's what it used to be. When I was growing up, anybody that's a little bit aged, you know where I'm at with this. Customer's always right. I mean, your boss, you're going in there, you're arguing with a customer, you're getting yanked into the back of the store, and they're, and they're like, hey, you're about to lose your job. Shut your mouth. Now you go up there, and now you apologize, and you swallow it, okay? Uh, sorry, uh, and we're giving them 25% off just because you ran your mouth, and that's a strike on you. Didn't matter. Customer's always right, and it doesn't mean that they were always right, but that was a service that was provided. Yeah, you want paper or plastic bags. Some people preferred paper. Some people preferred plastic. Whatever you prefer is your thing. Okay? Everything was service. It wasn't, uh, you buy a hot dog. Uh, yeah, the condiments are over there. It's like, no, bro. Back then it was, what do you want on it? They put it on there. Everything was service. There were no self-checkout lanes. Get out there. They had people doing everything for you because that's what they provided. That's what made them stand apart. And that was the expectation from the customer that I'm the customer. I'm spending money here. I'm help, I am helping keeping your business alive. So all those little perks, you're supposed to do it. Oh, that's long gone. Them days are long gone. I, I don't know what happened to them. But now there's no service. There's no the customer is right. Uh, there's really no cheerful, but maybe it's just where I live, but you, know, you go in places, it's hard to get a cashier to say good morning and have a nice day to you. This, you will go up there, they look at you, they scan your stuff, tell you what it's going to be, you pay for it and take a hike. And there's just no service anymore. People, we, we, we are so nasty with each other nowadays, it's amazing. You know, it's, and it, it needs to change. I don't know how this is going to go for Kroger. 
Yeah, maybe it'll put them out of business. What do I know? You know, but uh, maybe some people will tolerate it. You know, Walmart went to a lot of self-checkout. They got the big full self-checkout lanes at Walmart. But Walmart, you don't expect service because, I mean, you never get it at Walmart. If any of the owners of Walmart somehow are potentially listening, I can tell you for sure, at least down here in South Florida, your Walmarts suck. I, if I ask anybody, and I don't care, the whole damn store where something is, they can never find it. And then I'll be browsing through by myself and up oh, there it is. <laughs> I'm so, and you claim to work in this section. You don't even know where the stuff's at. What am I wasting my time talking to you people for? Walmart service is the worst. I don't know a person that goes, oh, I love going to Walmart. My favorite place in the whole world. I love Walmart. Maybe back in the day. I don't know. But nowadays, anybody, me, meat. I hate. I got to go there because the food's cheap. I hate going to Walmart. Yeah, it is a freak show. It's entertaining at some point, up to to a certain point. You know, because you got all these freaks walking around. You're like, Jesus. And then you just think to yourself, well, obviously I can't be no better because I'm in here walking around with them. (laughs) <laughs> but that's about the only entertaining thing at Walmart. Walmart's, they are some of the, the worst in the business. But there is no service anymore. And the way people act and treat each other nowadays, there's just no love. Used to be, but there's no love. You go, depending, again, this is all depends on where you live, but if you go and you let somebody go, right? They, you guys get to the stop sign about the same time and you just wave them on, go ahead. Used to be back in the day to throw you up a hand, thank you. Nowadays... Just look at you like you're stupid and just go on about the day. I was driving down the street. These kids coming out and getting out of school. School's about to start back up. It's going to kill me. They walk across the street. Don't even look at the car. They don't even look at you. It's a, a 3,000-pound vehicle coming at you. You, do, you don't think you should probably look and make sure that I'm paying attention so that you don't get killed? Young people, please don't do that. That is the most... Some people probably would want to run you over just because. But that that is the most annoying thing in the world. That you think you are, you feel so entitled that you could just walk out in the middle of the road and everybody's expected to stop for you because I can assure you there are people that are not going to be paying attention and you will end up dying. <laughs> Even those kids, man. I, I You know, there was a, a young kid, he threw his ball out into the road. I think it was a football. I'm in my wife's 1987 Suburban. Okay, they don't make cars the same like they made them back then. And even older than that, the steel was even better. It's a lot heavier than a car nowadays. We didn't hit the brake. Stop for the kid. He runs right out on the road. Grabs the ball. Doesn't even look at us. Doesn't say thank you. Nothing. Just runs back off laughing, playing with his buddies. And I just think to myself... You know, you could have died. I would have had to live with that because you're a little kid. That would have bothered me the rest of my life. It's not like I want to do that, but I would have had to live with that. And then your parents would have had to live with that all because you guys don't are not even conscious or aware of your surroundings. You just don't care. You feel like, nope, they're going to stop for me. I don't know what's going on in society. Society is going in a bad direction. I can tell you that much. You know, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm, I had something else for you, but I'm over here just, I don't know what I'm doing today. I'm just rambling on about things <laughs> that, that, that upset me. Uh, and uh, I'm losing my place here on what I was going to tell you. So rather than me shuffle through all this crap, let's just go with, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> 
Uh, if you did, please rate and review me. It's okay if you say that I'm a little bit nuts. Uh, and uh, beyond that, I hope you have a beautiful Monday. And if you want to reach out to me, hit me on one of my social media platforms. We will do it again tomorrow.